Good morning and welcome to the Wednesday Breakfast Show with me, James Clark, live on Teachers Talk Radio. Um, bit of a weird morning this morning. Podbeam is also waking up, so no sound available as such uh, or my usual introduction music. But now, no doubt, there might randomly be uh, some music in a moment. So apologies if that does come up at all. Just trying to sort it my end. But nevertheless, um, we are back and we are live from North London. So thank you very much for joining. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and I hope you are having a wonderful day. Uh, wherever you are this morning, or however you are spending the day today. Um, it's starting to get a little bit cold, isn't it? I'll tell you what, I'm going out now and I'm thinking, oh, it feels like winter, I want the summer to come. But isn't it a bit nicer that we're starting to see those mornings and those, those brightness coming through of the lovely summer slash spring? I want to say spring. I think it's spring. We'll go with spring. Uh, coming in very, very soon. So I hope you're enjoying that very much. Uh, today, I just wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about what has been so amazing uh, so far in our year. What have we enjoyed? What's been the highlights? What's been the good things? Now, normally, I would have a very upbeat coconut beach uh, themed sound to play for you. But as I say, uh, Pop Beam is just not wanted to play ball to this morning, but that's okay. I thought I'd still come on air and say hello and give you your morning dose of Teachers Talk Radio nevertheless. So I want to know what has been your highlight so far of the year. And don't forget that you can listen throughout the day and throughout the week to Teachers Talk Radio with lots of other amazing live shows happening. So make sure you tune in for those. And the best place to find out where they are or what's happening is to go to www ttradio.org, or you can have a look and go onto Twitter at ttradio2022, um, where you'll find all of the amazing shows lined up on there for you to have a look at. We're just going to have a look now and see what other amazing things are happening today and what other amazing things are happening or have happened to people this year. So I know that later on uh, we've got, what have we got? Oh, there's, so I'm trying to scroll through, trying to find them all. And I'll tell you what, there's just loads happening. We've got Alex Wright happening, coming at about eight o'clock with the late show. He's discussing educational futurism, post-humanization and reframing of discourse around teaching. So here's me chatting about, <laughs> chatting about what have you enjoyed this year? Uh, and there's some amazing, genuinely kind of, uh, uh, what's the word? Real highbrow educational shows happening. So don't fear if you do want some actual educational shows. There are some amazing ones happening. And we've also got um, the Late Late Show happening Wednesday 10 to 11 um, with Ed Finch and Toby as guests. And they, what are they talking about? They're talking about content and survey below. So what are they looking at? They're looking at uh, our hashtag three most pointless pedagogies at 10 p.m. and a feast of tweet of the week candidates so do have a listen and tune in for that as well but do remember there are shows happening throughout the week so do have a check in and see what's happening and see what you want to listen to i mean i'm just scrolling through now they've done a county lines episode uh, with libby because you can also listen back so do go and have a look for teach talk radio on spotify apple podcast or, of course, look on the website where you'll find all the information for you there as well. But best part of the year so far. Um, I think my best part of the year so far 
has got to be um, that I've started, I say started, oh yeah, I've started show week for our pantomime. And that has been real uh, great fun. Really enjoyed that so far. We've started to get rehearsals done and now we are getting ready to put it up in January. Um, And one of my favorite things about doing this is it's not a school thing. This is literally just an adult company. And it's made me think about how important it is sometimes, although I am absolutely knackered right now and so, so tired. It does really, I think, bring up that important element of actually, what do we do for ourselves and doing something that we enjoy? Because although I do enjoy my job, as I'm sure lots of us do in education, you know, there are times that are tough and there are quite a few times where we take all of the work home with us and we kind of basically never let go of it. Uh, So sometimes actually forcing yourself to do something that's solely for you is an amazing thing to do. So um, that's been what I've enjoyed so far this year outside of education. But I think one of the things I've really enjoyed this year so far with uh, education and school, and that is, I do have to say, I really enjoy... And it's just going to sound controversial because I know full well that this is probably the most difficult year group in schools up and down uh, the country and potentially internationally. And that is I absolutely love teaching my year nines at the moment. Um, I have them for drama and I'm just really enjoying. Now, we are a little bit unique um, or some schools might have where in our school they pick some of their options for GCSE at year nine. And they kind of have this discovery year where they can kind of try a few more kind of selective focused GCSE based subjects, see if they like it. Um, and then either continue it after the year or, or change them. So it's kind of a discovery year. And I've got to say, I really enjoy the class I have. I mean, it's a big class, it's a class of 30, but they are just really responsive, created some amazing performances and just always really shock me. They also drive me up the wall. (laughs) They drive me absolutely mad sometimes, but they also do produce some amazing work. So that for me is definitely one of the highlights so far. But what about you? What has been your highlight of the year? That is the question we're talking about today. Some of our highlights that we've had so far and just thinking positively about what we've got coming ahead. Um, I'm going to play for you a very uh, short news and tech briefing for you with a short word starting from our sponsors. But before I do that, I can see there's one comment on here already. Thank you, Miss Sriracha. Sriracha said, uh, realizing getting up early actually suits me. I'm loving the energy shift and, of course, discovering TTR. Yes, that's what we like to hear. What a wonderful. (laughs) And I do have to say, I have got into a slightly bad habit. Wednesdays, I'm always up super early. I I come into school. I've been in school since quarter past six, um, quarter past half six. But that's literally only so I can get on and get loaded, which this morning didn't matter because nothing wanted to load anyway. But there we go. so sort of coming in uh, early has made a real difference. And you then kind of get your day because I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not a massive afternoon working kind of person. And I've worked this out, gets to like half three, four, and my brain just stops. 
I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but I just get to that point where I'm like, I'm staring at a screen. I'm sat in the office and I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just watching the clock slowly count down um, as I kind of wait and actually getting in early. I'm so much more productive. So uh, thank you very much, uh, Miss Ocha, for sharing your positive uh, kind of looking ahead and what you've enjoyed so far. Here now, though, is your news and a short word from our sponsors. Whatever learning looks like this year, brings to life with Nearpod. An exciting new addition to the Renaissance family, Nearpod offers real-time insights into student understanding through interactive lessons and videos, gamification and activities, all in a single, easy-to-use platform. To help kickstart the new year, we're offering all primary and secondary schools in the UK and Ireland full free access to Nearpod for the whole spring term. So, no matter what 2022 brings, Nearpod makes switching between in-class and remote teaching simple. Visit www.renlearn.co.uk forward slash Nearpod and sign up for your free trial today. Are you looking to take your phonics practice forward? Then Little Wonder Letters and Sounds Revised is the program for you. Created by two schools with an excellent track record in phonics, Little Wonder Letters and Sounds Revised will help all children become readers and ensure no child is left behind. The program offers complete support for your phonics teaching, alongside classroom resources and fully decodable readers from Collins Big Cat. To find out more, follow at Letters Sounds on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, or join a free briefing by visiting littlewonderlettersandsounds.org.uk. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. According to the Education Authority in Northern Ireland, 18 out of 38 post-primary schools have fewer than 500 pupils, and this is unsustainable. The Education Authority has placed the cost of teaching a pupil at 30 to 80% higher for a relatively small school compared to a larger school. The EA's draft plan for the next five years also highlights a need for 2,000 additional places for pupils in special schools, many of which have a shortage of places. The strategic plan for 2022 to 2027 states while aiming to support sustainable rural provision, there are still too many small, unsustainable schools. There may be some local circumstances where provision will be necessary, but the determination of this will be subject to consultation, assessment and rationale for provision. In Nottinghamshire, there is mounting concern over a rise in children missing lessons as statistics show a 111% increase in school refusers between autumn 2020 and summer 2021. 125 pupils refused to attend school compared to 59 the previous year, 
and there were also 157 pupils missing as a result of mental health issues, a rise of 63%. Councillor Jim Creamer said, these are very high percentage numbers. It is definitely going in the wrong direction. What has gone wrong and what are we doing to address these figures? It does concern me about mental health because of COVID. There are going to be serious issues in more formative years. The National Deaf Children's Society has said that face masks have made lip reading impossible and covered up facial expressions. They are urging parents of deaf children across England to email the Education Secretary, Nadeem Sahawi, to raise the issue. The NDCS want the government to provide clear face coverings in schools and colleges with deaf pupils. The government is set to review the use of face masks in secondary schools and colleges in England on January the 26th. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn.
My conclusion is before you spend out, do your research and consider the fitness of the device for your environment and your value for money. And please talk to your school technical support before you purchase anything. Sometimes devices are not compatible with school networks. For a visual version of this episode, check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. I'm Steve Woods' screen reader, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. At this point, I would normally play <laughs> some music from Coconut Beach, or as um, at Lesson Copy would usually say, something that sounds like it from uh, Mario Kart. But alas, there will be none of that this morning because Podbean doesn't want to allow me to load it. Very, very sad. And I did almost attempt at that point to think maybe, maybe I should start singing a tune. And then I remembered that it is uh, 20 past seven and nobody needs that in the morning. And so I was going to start singing, but no, um, that's not going to happen. Maybe I can just go. Do, 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 do. Yeah, there we go. That is, <laughs> I'm not going to do it for the full minute and a half. That is not be played for. Um, Right, completely gone off the tangent there. Uh, thank you, an amazing uh, news update there. And I really enjoyed this one, actually, the tech update, the fact that it was um, automated. I thought that was very apt for a tech update. There we go. And the question is, the best thing to happen in 2022 so far is blank. And we had a comment come through on Twitter earlier today when I asked that question a few days ago um, from at Teaching Life, L-Y-F-E said, spending the day exploring our performing arts curriculum to ensure every student in our school receives a high quality and engaging curriculum that ignites the student passion for the performing arts, which is, um, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty impressive. Um, I kind of, you know, there's me. it makes me laugh when I see other people's sort of answers and they're so in depth and they're so amazing. And then I think, oh, you know, I'm just happy that I got a coffee this morning. But I absolutely love that. And uh, at Teaching Life has been a previous guest on my first show of the year, which was a couple of weeks ago now. And I know that they are doing some incredible uh, diversity and inclusion based work things in their curriculum um, for performing arts, which is amazing to see. Exciting news. Um, and I think this might now be my top part of the day. Well, sorry, top part of the year is that this morning, get ready, take a seat, stand by, hold whatever is near you before I deliver this news. And that is today, in approximately one hour's time, I've got coming into my classroom and the school, we have BBC News Round. I am so excited. I love News Rounds. Uh, they're going into school to do a mini documentary thing. I have no idea if I meant to have talked about it or not. I think I can, but there we go. I'm also, I do think. Um, they're coming into our school. Um, unfortunately, apparently, they want to, you know, record the children talking. I, I have said that I'm available. Um, I am in the room because I've got working with these year sevens. But apparently they want the student views. Um, I, however, will try my best to see if I can find a way to get in to the, um, into the frame um, or somehow. Um, I don't know how. Um, don't know whether I need to pretend to be a year seven pupil or just scoot them along um, or place myself in the middle. Whatever it is, I will find a way. <laughs> They're going in today to talk about um, gender equality and everything like that which is super exciting. 
And it did remind me when we started talking about it yesterday with my year sevens as part of our RSHE relationship sex health education lessons. Um, as I knew we were going to be approaching it and talking about it with uh, Newsround and talking about it today with a select group of students, I thought, well, we'll move some lessons around and we'll start talking about the Equality Act, which we would normally do this term anyway, but we've done it a little bit earlier. So we're looking at protected characteristics and the Equality Act. Now, somehow, no idea how, but somehow, well, I do know how, um, we, we spent about an hour, well, half an hour talking about cats having sex. Um, yeah, so half an hour <laughs> about it. Now, I, I'm, don't get me wrong, I, I do love a chat and I go off into a tangent at times, but even I was a little bit like, my God, my goodness, we have spent half an hour nearly talking about cats having sex rather than what we're meant to be doing, which is talking about the Equality Act and the legal rules behind it all and why it exists. Now, you might be thinking, James, how on earth with Year 7 did you spend half an hour talking about cats and sex? And it all started with talking about the protected characteristics and the different, um, you know, what that covers, you know, age, sexuality, race, etc., etc., and then we came up to the word um, sex and then gender. Now, naturally, in a year seven class, uh, you mentioned the S word, as in probably any class up and down the country and any year group mentioned the word sex. And then everybody uh, kind of loses their mind. The giggles start coming out and all of this, et cetera, et cetera. And so we were then talking about the difference between sex and gender. So, you know, you're talking about sex, we're talking about biological and, and gender, we're talking about how you might define and so forth. And while we're on that topic, we then moved on to talking about um, kind of this idea of birth and what people are born as, etc. And, you know, born male, female, intersex and, and so forth. And then we then it spiraled very, very quickly to then talking about um, animals. And we we're talking about pregnancy, another form of protective characteristic and saying that you know, humans are unique compared to lots of other animals in the world and the fact that yeah they might have um sex for pleasure as opposed to you know just for the purpose of creating newborns or creating um baby or creating life and that kind of then moved on to a year seven putting their hand up and going oh sir why on earth would anyone want to have sex for pleasure um which at which point I was like, how, how do you respond to that? Even I'm, which I'm very open with, a little bit taken back like that. And we then sort of explained that, you know, unlike animals such as cats who might, you know, be neutered or whatever, you know, they might get to a point where actually, you know, they are stopped having children and so forth. And then it just went on and on and on. It went through like, every possible uh, conversation about cats and it it was one of those moments where you kind of leave the session and leave the class and go what was that all about I, I've, I've no idea what what, what happened what happened so there we go that was another little um highlight of <laughs> highlight of mine of, of the week and it, it just yeah Gosh, this job, I'll tell you what, sometimes this job just gives you sometimes the best stories. And I'm sure it does exist out there. 
I don't know where, but I'm sure it does. But I think there just needs to be a book of teacher diaries. There's a great one, which is about um, uh, doctors, you know, first starting out in the diaries of the first couple of years. And I just think it would make for some hilarious stories or a, a, a dictionary for language that young people use. That would also be super helpful. Um, I've learned so many amazing words over the last few years. And I think that's also the amazing thing about teaching. And what I've realized, particularly this year, is, wow, it's so amazing that everything is different. You know, every day is different. You know, this morning we've got some news people coming in to do some stuff. And then, you know, then I've got something else. And then I moved to this and I changed that. And I got my line management. And I, did, and I just like the variety that kind of every day brings. And I think that's what I'm trying to really embrace uh, this year. I think moving forward this year, it's kind of really accepting that. I mean, I also did set myself the goal to kind of do more exercise and lose weight. But, you know, we'll take one at a time. We can't, <laughs> we can't do it all. And I also feel that is the generic goal. Everybody sets themselves every year. And then I go into the office. But, I can't, you know, we started something called Tasty Tuesdays, where basically you bring in some kind of food. Someone takes a go each time and they organize a mini kind of event during uh, a break time. And for the staff, so in our department, so it's it's we share an office with music, dance, and drama, all of us. And yesterday was Tasty Tuesday, and we listened to Spice Girls music, did a Spice Girls quiz, and ate cake. Um, during my one, when it was after school, uh, at the end of the term, we had prosecco and cake. Um, the other day, when we had it around Christmas time, it was biscuit decorating and cake. So I'm, and I'm just accepting the fact that it's just not a realistic goal, but I can live and dream. You know, you can't stop a man from um, from trying that. You know, that's that's all I can say. Uh, but it is so great to see that so many people on Twitter are being really positive and sharing their favorite moments and kind of what they've enjoyed so much about the year as well. And do make sure that you get involved in the conversation by going on to at TT Radio 2022. Don't forget as well that there are loads of opportunities on the Twitter to get involved, uh, not just in this show, but lots of other amazing shows as well. So do give that a go. Have a look, answer some questions. Let other hosts know how you're feeling about the topics they are discussing. We can see here that uh, I like this one, the three most pointless pedagogies, which is being talked by um, at Creeduate. Creeduate? Eduate? Yeah, we go. By Toby. Um, what is the primary purpose of a school exercise book? Is it to a disposal learning tool, a revision document, a curriculum coverage evidence, or for inoculating, inoculating pride. Oh my goodness. The word, do you know what? It's so hard to do words in the morning. I actually think for me, a, a, a point of an exercise book is kind of essentially is kind of a revision document learning guide, I guess, in a way, because it is meant to be something that they can look back on and, and go back to and from each way. So that, for me, uh, is what I would say about that. But what do you think? And if you want to find out more about that, make sure you tune in to that show happening at 10 p.m. Um, this evening the, on the late, late? I think it's a late, late one. Sounds quite late, late, late show. Don't forget as well, you can listen back to all the other amazing shows, um, including the show that I'd done a couple of weeks ago. 
um, with a couple of amazing performing arts uh, based teachers talking about what they are putting into their curriculum um, this term and what's important to them. And I think listening to them talk about what they did and what they're looking at with their curriculum really made me think, okay, I'm, I'm energized. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, and kind of looking ahead and thinking about actually what am I going to do this term? What am I going to bring? What am I going to create? Because it is very easy to to stagnate. Is is, is that too harsh to say stagnate? I don't, stag, yeah, I've said it now. I can't take it back. We're live. Um, I think it does become very easy to stagnate as a teacher and kind of get very used to a set rot routine, routine, um, and kind of go through the motions of a academic year and go through the motions of your lessons and curriculum. And don't get me wrong, I do this quite often. Um, but it is about recognizing, do you know what? You need to go back and you need to relook at that because that does not work and did not work and you need to update it and not become too used to that kind of same old, which is something this year I'm really trying to look at alongside my 50,000 other things that I've set myself, including the weight loss, which is, you know, not going great, but we'll carry on. Um, I'm still blaming lockdown for that one. But I had a, con <laughs> had a conversation with someone yesterday that literally said, oh, um, um, you know, I've put on so much weight, but, you know, it's getting to the point where you just can't blame lockdown anymore. And I've got to, <laughs> I've got to agree. I've got to the point where I'm like, no, no, James. <laughs> lockdown is not an excuse now to be sat at home eating that or drinking a, a nice cold gin or whatever else is uh, your choice of beverage. Um, but looking ahead and kind of thinking, actually, what am I going to set myself? What am I going to achieve? And looking at my lessons was one of those things of thinking, I need to revise this. I need to look back over this. I need to refresh this. I need to give it something new or something that it hasn't quite got yet. And I do have to say that the, the Twitter, the Twitter, as I call it, uh, the Twitter has been Amazing space um, for that. I'm just looking now at some of the, the other points that um, other people are putting forward in terms of um, downfalls that people have shared with me. And this is from at uh, underscore Miss B. I'm on day nine, still testing positive, and I'm itching to get back into school. Teaching through Google Meets is beyond rubbish. It has made me realize how much good teaching relies on relationships. Hard to maintain that, though, through a screen. No matter how many bad puns I make. And that is, we were talking to a teacher that was um, uh, at Drama Danny when I was talking to her a couple of weeks ago. And that she's a teacher in Dubai. Uh, and the UAE, I think, sorry, not uh, Dubai, UAE. And she was talking about the fact that they've moved back to online. And it was just so difficult for her. But it made her realise how much she wants to be back in the classroom, back in front of their faces and actually doing, particularly in a subject such as drama, you know, in-person performances and getting that response that you can't get online. Looking at some more other things that we, we have coming through on Twitter regarding people's positive um, or what they've reflected on um, particularly. 
this one is quite interesting. Um, not necessarily a point regarding um, positivity or... Well, I'll let you judge it. So this is from at um, Halle Mr. T for real, who said to me, human beings, I lead and work with human beings with feelings and lives outside of school. If as a leader, I don't treat them with respect and compassion, how can I expect them to treat the children in their care in the same way? thought that was quite a nice one. I think that's, that's really true. And I think ethos and general kind of morale plays a huge, uh, huge part of the success of a school or indeed a classroom. Um, at Miss Hudson Hist, I went to uni, then I did my PGCE, and now I'm in my fourth year of teaching. I love teaching, I love the students and my subject. I just feel so physically and emotionally drained every day. I don't know if I'm even myself anymore, but I generally don't know what else I can do. Now, there's been some fantastic comments that have come through on this. Um, I'm sorry to hear this, but completely understand. Have you thought of teaching abroad? I taught in America for two years and absolutely loved it. And that was from at Huxley, Judy. Um, lots of people recommending international teaching. Um, person here, at Claire EYFS, said, I work in a nursery now and absolutely love my job. Planning is done in at the moment. It's all centered around the children you get stuck in with their play and I leave each day able to switch off I think I loved working with the kids but not the paperwork or expectations and I think that's interesting looking at these I could have written this tweet myself I've been part-time for a year and a half now since having my little girl and it's not really helped I think I need a change but also have absolutely no clue whatsoever about what or where to start and that was from at Miss Alan Geog. And loads of people talking here about how they feel exactly the same. And although I kind of wanted to focus show today around looking at what positive things have happened and kind of what we're looking forward to in the year, it, or what's been good so far about the year, it is also worth keeping those moments. And somebody recommended this to me. And although I haven't done it yet, I'm, I'm going to make myself do it because I think it's a really good idea. And there are a couple ways to do this. And those good moments that we talked about at the start of the show, um, and we'll talk about the rest of today and people have shared. And if you want to share your positive moment of the year or what, whether it's been in school or outside of school, please do um, via the chat function on Podbean with me. Maybe you've got multiple that you want to share is to take those positive moments that you have when you have them. So try and do it in the moment if you can. And you write them down on a little bit of paper and you either put them onto a, into a jar, like a jam jar type thing, and place it on your desk. Um, another option is you write those positive moments and you put them on a post-it note and you put them around your screen or inside a cupboard wall or whatever it might be, or you have a book a journal or a diary or something that you just write down um, something that's happened that day and try and do it every day. Now, that's, that's the, I think the hardest thing is to go, okay, I've got to do this every day now. Um, but don't think of it as a chore. And I think that's the important thing is it's not a chore. And if you don't do it, you don't do it. That's absolutely fine. It's not, you know, the be all or end all. But what you then have is those positive moments in a jar, on a back of a cupboard, on a wall, whatever it is, those positive moments are then moments you can look back to. When you have, as we've seen and I've talked about just there, 
those really difficult moments, which we have as teachers, you know, there's no question about it. It's not, it's not an easy job. You know, I've been absolutely lying if there have not been days, weeks, months, terms when I've left my classroom or sat in my classroom in absolute tears. You know, that is part of the job. Um, it shouldn't be. And I'm not saying that, that we have to normalise that factor, not at all. But I do think we have those down moments, as any job will always have. Um, and I think because as teachers, we are so emotionally attached more so to our jobs than perhaps other careers, that it does become quite, becomes more difficult um, when we have those down times. So I would suggest to have those moments in a jar, on a book, around your screen, and then when those moments occur, you look back at them and you read those moments and you say to yourself, do you know what? I am blimmin' good. I am good at what I do because this are the moments that I've got to experience and you very much likely created. Although we're not very good at blowing our own trumpet at times or being self-indulgent, but in a way we kind of sometimes need to be. We need to be able to look back at it and think, actually, do you know what? I created that moment. I created that situation. That was down to me. And you've got this whole bank of amazing stories, amazing memories that you can keep and take with you. And the reason I always suggest having it in a jam jar, um, more so than kind of putting on post-it notes or anything like that, is A, you can move it around with you, but also you can then keep them. And you know, whether you decide to, and this is another option, once that jam jar and you come to the end of a school year, or you can do it by term if you wish, but it depends how many jam jars you've got lying around. But when you've got it at the end of a year, you seal it up, you write the year on the top of it. So, you know, academic year, you know, 2020 to 2021 or 21 to 22. And you then can keep that in your attic loft at home for every year that you've been teaching. And you've suddenly got these whole array of magical, amazing moments. So in you know, 20, 30, 50 years time, whatever it might be, you know, those memories won't have gone forever or those special moments are always going to be remembered. And you're the thousands upon thousands of young people that you will see in your life as a teacher. And not all of them, because we're only human, will you remember. And some of those magical moments, those uh, moments of amazingness, those moments of, wow, that was incredible, or that was amazing that happened, are never lost. Because there's that worry and there is that that aspect to be aware of, that if we don't capture those moments, if we don't save them, yes, they are amazing in a moment and they can be life-changing in a moment and they can just make us laugh in the moment. But actually, we don't want to just have these moments for now. Let's have them for later as well when we really need them. And it can become increasingly difficult to remember those moments. A year ago, or not even a year ago, about six, nine months ago, I'm very close to leaving and... I, you know, almost handed in or basically had handed in resignation back in December, thinking, I can't do this. I'm no good at my job. 
um, what am I going to do? You know, maybe I need to go and find another career, do something else. I just, I couldn't do it. And although there were a lot of other factors going on, you know, I solid 80, 90% of those thoughts and feelings were completely down to me and were internal. They weren't anything to do with what was actually happening around me. They were completely to do with me being in my own head and not in the best space and not being able to see what I can do and what I had achieved and what amazing moments make me love this job and make me love what I do. I'd forgotten those because it's hard to remember when you're in that space. So I really recommend, you know, talking about positive moments, talking about things we love, we enjoy, is to capture them, save them, keep them and go back to them. You know, it's not self-indulgent. It's not you blowing your own trumpet. It's you seeing how amazing you do. You know, it's, it's you keeping that amazing email that someone sends from a student that made you laugh. It's you keeping that photo from a school trip that you've been on where something happened or just keeping that photo of a school trip where nothing happened. But actually, that was a moment that you really enjoyed that day. It's having that staff well-being party or whatever you decide to do social. All of those things, uh, keeping them, saving them so that those moments aren't forgotten. And I mean, the internet is fantastic for that now because you can also save things onto a drive and have an electronic copy if you wish. Um, and I know lots of people sometimes do that with keeping a document or, you know, keeping something on their server or whatever. But, you know, things get lost like that quite easy. Whereas if it's a bit physical, you're always going to have that. And then you can go make millions of pounds selling it off into a book, <laughs> um, if you so wish. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of my two cents. Wow, I went on to a bit of a rant then, didn't I? Gosh, that was not meant to be like that. I do, <laughs> I do apologise. It's probably half the people here just thinking, oh my goodness, what's happened? He's gone off. He's feeling emotional. Uh, I have feel a bit emotional, actually. But I do, yeah, I do think, you know, looking at that comment this morning and looking at the post that this morning and thinking about actually I want to be more positive in myself. Well, how am I going to do that? Because it's, you know, like I said about losing weight, the New Year's resolution or doing more exercise. I say I'm going to do it. I know full well it won't actually happen. So that's action and action what we say. Don't just say it and leave it stagnant. That's my new favourite word today is stagnant. Stagnant, stagnant, stagnant. I think they're both words. Stagnant, stagnant. Yes, I th I'm going to say they are. I've declared it. I've declared it. I'm going back into that tangent. Um, so what do you think are your happy memories or happy moments that you'd put into that jar? You know, start that now. Don't, don't think, oh, I wish I'd done that before. Well, so what? You didn't. Move on. Get on with it. Start it now. There is no point thinking, oh, my, I've, I've started clapping. It's how serious I forgot. <laughs> There is no point in thinking, oh my goodness, I haven't done it. Oh, it's a bit of effort, a bit too late. Well, so what? You know, put it on that jar, put it on your desk, put it in your drawer and start today. Today's goal is to write down one positive thing that happened or one moment that you enjoyed. That is your task and goal today, whether you're listening to this on January the 19th, Wednesday, January 19th, or whether you're listening to this back on um, Podbeam or anything like that, or Spotify, you're listening back and you're hearing this later on in the week or whenever you might be listening back, set yourself that goal today. 
to write down one positive thing that has happened or one thing that made you smile, one moment in the day that made you laugh and really try and find that moment. And if you have more than one, fantastic. Put them both down, three of them down, all of them down and put them there. Don't make it a chore. Don't make it a paragraph or a story. Just put it as a sentence. Maybe it might even be a word. Like if I started this yesterday or done this yesterday, it would have just been cats and sex education. And, you know, if I want to write more, I can, because I will probably absolutely forget what that is in the future. But in the moment, I'm going to remember that. And when I look back in that, you know, in 30 years time, and I wrote, why on earth on Tuesday, the 18th of January in 2022, did I write cats and um, sex education? And I'll probably just chuckle to myself, but it's done its job. It's maybe smile, it's maybe laugh, it's maybe reflect, it's maybe look something more positive. So give it a go. That is my goal to you all today. Give that a go, find that moment and capture it. And that's why I love, um, this is very much drama teaching me now. You know, I love that, that essence of capturing and physically capturing it and physically putting it into something or having it somewhere or finding it somewhere, physically putting it there is literally like you are saving and capturing that moment. But you have got to decide what worked for you. That is one suggestion I've got and one thing that I would suggest to anybody listening, and I suggest particularly to that individual on Twitter who is feeling like, oh my goodness, I don't feel like I can do it or I don't feel great. I mean, this is just a lovely tweet here from... um, T112 Science Tuition Services, who put good luck to you, keep it up. It's a fantastic career. You'll have ups and downs, but remember, they all count or nobody counts. It can all be consuming. It's about deciding what your limits are and being really strict about sticking with them. Well, that's how I survive. Look into virtual schools in your local authority. Lots of suggestions there, but this one I think is great. At Dave Briggs, you are not alone in these thoughts, but don't give up. Um, so start capturing those moments is my suggestion there. We're going to take a short break now as I play for you uh, once again, just for the second time today, your news update and a short word for us. I do apologise that it's coming through. If it does, a little bit bizarre on the sound front. This is because it's coming through on a mobile device and because unfortunately Podbeam had decided today was going to be the day the sound was not going to work. Um, but that's okay. We we survive, we carry on, and, and we keep going. Um, keep calm, carry on, and I think I'm, that's a slogan somewhere. <laughs> so here is your news update for today and a short word from... There we go. I mean, it would help if I played from the start. Bring lessons to life with Nearpod. An exciting new addition to the Renaissance family, Nearpod offers real-time insights into student understanding through interactive lessons and videos, gamification and activities, all in a single, easy-to-use platform. To help kickstart the new year, we're offering all primary and secondary schools in the UK and Ireland full free access to Nearpod for the whole spring term. So, no matter what 2022 brings, Nearpod makes switching between in-class and remote teaching simple. Visit www.renlearn.co.uk forward slash Nearpod and sign up for your free trial today. Are you looking to take your phonics practice forward? Then Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised is the program for you. 
created by two schools with an excellent track record in phonics. Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised will help all children become readers and ensure no child is left behind. The program offers complete support for your phonics teaching, alongside classroom resources and fully decodable readers from Collins Big Cat. To find out more, follow at Letters Sounds on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram or join a free briefing by visiting littlewondelettersandsounds.org.uk. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. According to the Education Authority in Northern Ireland, 18 out of 38 post-primary schools have fewer than 500 pupils, and this is unsustainable. The Education Authority has placed the cost of teaching a pupil at 30 to 80% higher for a relatively small school compared to a larger school. The EA's draft plan for the next five years also highlights a need for 2,000 additional places for pupils in special schools many of which have a shortage of places. The strategic plan for 2022 to 2027 states, while aiming to support sustainable rural provision, there are still too many small, unsustainable schools. There may be some local circumstances where provision will be necessary, but the determination of this will be subject to consultation, assessment and rationale for provision. In Nottinghamshire, there is mounting concern over a rise in children missing lessons, as statistics show a 111% increase in school refusers between autumn 2020 and summer 2021. 125 pupils refused to attend school compared to 59 the previous year, and there were also 157 pupils missing as a result of mental health issues a rise of 63%. Councillor Jim Creamer said, these are very high percentage numbers. It is definitely going in the wrong direction. What has gone wrong and what are we doing to address these figures? It does concern me about mental health because of COVID. There are going to be serious issues in more formative years. The National Deaf Children's Society has said that face masks have made lip reading impossible and cover up facial expressions. They are urging parents of deaf children across England to email the Education Secretary, Nadeem Sahawi, to raise the issue. The NDCS want the government to provide clear face coverings in schools and colleges with deaf pupils. The government is set to review the use of face masks in secondary schools and colleges in England on January the 26th. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. This is T- 
Two-Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week Steve has lost his voice. So I am going to take a look at visualizing in the classroom. Before I begin, this is not about which product is best and comparing brands and features. This is about what you need to consider to make the best choice for your school or department. Visualizing in the classroom, in my opinion, is getting something that will be difficult to see into a format that a whole class can see more easily. This may be a live moving image or a still image. Also, it may be projected onto a large screen or cast out to multiple devices. The whole idea is it makes something small more accessible. The list of devices that can do this is huge, but they fall, roughly, into three categories. Visualizers, document cams, and webcams. What is the difference? In sport, the definition of fitness is the ability to cope with the environment around you. When you are purchasing a device, this is what you need to consider. Don't just buy one because someone else uses it and says it's amazing. Their environment may be totally different to yours. The factors that are going to affect your purchase are cost, size, software, portability, features, and what you already have in terms of audiovisual equipment. Lighting is sometimes overlooked and depending on what you are capturing can make a huge difference. Starting with the most expensive option, the visualizer. Generally, classroom visualizers come with a large footprint meaning they take up a lot of desk space. They tend to have a high quality downward facing camera, lighting built in top down and even sometimes a backlit bed. They tend to allow control from the unit so there will be little or no need to move away from the device to operate. This may be useful if a lot of time is spent using the device or furniture obstructs movement. A lot of visualizers are also standalone meaning they work independently of your computer however, additional software can be installed to further augment the experience. Document cameras tend to be less expensive, have a smaller footprint and be more portable compared to visualizers however, they usually have less features and need a computer to use them. Although they are plug and play there is normally additional software available that will provide the ability to capture still and moving images, zoom in and out like a visualizer but normally control is via the computer it is attached to. Generally, they do not feature built-in lighting but tend to have a built-in microphone. The cheapest option, the webcam is plug and play and may have additional software however, the previous devices are designed for projecting something desk-based to an audience. The webcam is designed to work in a different way but can be more versatile especially if you move rooms frequently. You need a computer to plug it into, some come with flexible arms and a base you can plug it into but like the document cam, they are restricted by the length of the USB cable. Now we have an idea of what the devices are capable of, the next question is what do you already have? Do you have an interactive board? If so, imaging a pupil's book with a cheaper webcam and using pinch zoom and annotation may do the job. Or in a bright setting an HD webcam may do the trick. In the past the rule was the higher the price the better quality of image. Today that isn't necessarily so. My conclusion is before you spend out, do your research and consider the fitness of the device for your environment and your value for money. And please talk to your school technical support before you purchase anything. Sometimes devices are not compatible with school networks. For a visual version of this episode, check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. I'm Steve Woods' screen reader, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. And good morning. Welcome back. This is Teach Talk Radio. This is your Wednesday morning breakfast show with me, James Clark. Normally, as I said, that would be the point that I play my Coconut Beach soundtrack theme tune, but that is not to happen today. And I already sung this earlier, or a quick snippet of it earlier. And I don't want to put anyone else through that pain again. So I, I don't worry, I'm, I'm not going to do it again. And today we're going to talk about all the, about those positive things that we enjoy or have found amazing about our job um, or in, you know, not necessarily just in education, but generally what we've enjoyed uh, so far about the year and kind of how we can capture those moments and some suggestions about getting out there, writing down those moments as and when they happen and just, you know, celebrating and remembering. Um, and I think that's the most important thing there because it is super, super easy to forget. Um, thank you so much for everybody who has been tuning in today. Uh, we've had some 
great contributions coming through on the show at the start of the show. So thank you very much for that. And also some lovely likes and love coming through. We do love a bit of love here on Teacher Talk Radio. So thank you very much for that. Uh, don't forget as well, there are lots of other shows happening throughout the day. So do ensure that you find out more about those. You can find out more about when those shows are by going on to at TT Radio 2022 on Twitter. Or why not go and have a look as well at the website ttradio.org. You can listen back to shows as well, so don't worry if you can't listen to them live because you are teaching or doing other important things that we all do. Um, or perhaps you are sleeping um, and getting an early night. That's, that's also okay. Um, all you need to do is go and have a look on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or indeed Podbean. Just search at Teachers Talk Radio and you'll find all the previous shows on there and a whole host of amazing content for you to have a look at. So um, do do that. And looking at Dr. Okay. Bottom. Um, at K Scott Learn. Uh, tomorrow night, which is tonight at 8.30, they are joining at Curtain Cut and Sleep on Teacher Talk Radio uh, to share their thoughts about post human thinking. And the future, amazing uh, topics, seen quite often on Twitter, and I just love this post. And I can't, um, well, of course, I can't understand it uh, as a male, but I completely get this. Saying, can we just briefly discuss how awful it is to be on your period as a teacher? No bathroom break, no time at lunch. You can't excuse yourself to the toilet. You're in pain. You're extra moody. Um, and I just think that's absolutely, you know, loads of people getting behind this, just kind of really supporting me and saying that, this saddens me, you know, Dan O'Donovan saying, saddens me that this is the case for teachers in the periods. I know every school is different, but there should be a way that someone should be able to watch your class to give you bath and break time. I know I'd watch my neighbour's class if needed. Um, and then she replied back going, it's most of the care of texting your teacher bestie and hoping they're free. There's a button on class charts for a student support, but not teacher support. It would be helpful. Uh, <laughs> A really, really great ending. You could just imagine kind of having to call a, a, a patrol or a teacher. But, you know, why not? Um, it's a biological thing. We can't, can't help it. Um, today's show is going to finish a little bit earlier than usual. So we are going to cut uh, in just a moment uh, while um, because we've got I've got BBC News Round coming in, as I said earlier today, which is super, super exciting. But I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who has tuned in and listened to the show today. Um, I will be back here next Wednesday and every Wednesday between 7 to around about 8.30 each morning for the Wednesday morning breakfast show. So do come along and join us again. And if you are thinking, actually, oh, I would like to get involved in this. I would like to do this. Well, why not? So you, there are spaces to come and join us to be a breakfast host um, or any host of different shows. Don't have to be a breakfast host. There are other ones. I'm obviously a little bit biased, but by all means as well, don't feel you have to be on the breakfast show. Uh, but there are lots of other opportunities across the week, right through from Monday to Sunday of different opportunities to join us as a host more permanently. Or perhaps you're thinking, actually, do you know what? This is a topic or a certain topic is really important to me. I'd love to discuss this. Well, why not uh, come along and be a guest on a show? Contact us through the Twitter at TT Radio 2022 or indeed email us directly or contact us via the website. You'll find the email there, ttradio.org. Don't forget as well, you are always welcome to come and contact me directly at jamclar96 on Twitter. Give me a text. Give me a message. Let me know 
What do you want to discuss? What conversations do you want to have? I would absolutely uh, love um, to have you on the show and discussing what is important to you. So thank you so much, everybody who's been listening. Thank you for those of you who are listening back. Remember, my big takeaway and challenge to everybody today is to write down that positive moment and capture it. That's the important part. Try and capture those impos- those impositive those positive moments for me and re- that oh my goodness it was going so well <laughs> i was having a full rant at the end it's going so well and now i've just lost all my words so we're just gonna redo that whole bit and pretend that no hope that nobody noticed it okay so um my challenge to you that's what i was saying my challenge to you today was to make sure you now go away and find Um, that positive moment, capture it, save it, write it down, lock it in a jar, put it away. And so that those moments that come as in every job, but do happen where you feel you aren't achieving or you aren't doing the right thing. You can look back, remember and know what you are doing amazing. So thank you for listening. Capture that moment. Share with me that moment. Let me know on Twitter how it's happening. Let us know on um, at TT Radio 2022 or indeed at J-A-M-C-L-A-R 96. Let me know what your positive moment of the day was today. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to listen to the other amazing shows. And this has been James Clark, your Wednesday morning breakfast show on Teachers Talk Radio. Again, there would normally be a closing outro thing, music, song thing here. Um, But but as Podbeam has decided that it doesn't want to work for me today, it's sadly, it's not going to happen. So you could just pretend. Um, So we do say at this point, you can also use the hashtag, hashtag TT Radio, if you want your tweets to be um found by us then do absolutely do that and uh do remember to listen back as well to all the shows those people who have just joined or joining now do remember that this show will be available shortly in the next sort of 10 15 minutes on either spotify apple Podcasts, or ttradio.org look up podbeam look up teachers talk radio and find all the shows there have a wonderful amazing fun, smiley, happy, joyful day, whatever it is you're doing. And thank you so much for spending your morning with me.